0: Welcome to Grace Community Church On Demand, the weekly podcast from the Sunday services at Grace Community Church in Rupert, Idaho. Here at Grace, we believe in building the kingdom of God one person at a time. We're passionate about loving God, loving people, and following Jesus. Let's get into this week's message with Pastor Travis Turner.
1: Before we get too serious here, I know you. as I got up here, you're going, man, that guy looks different. There's something about him that's just different. It's don't, let's not talk weight or anything. But is, it, is there a difference? You see something? I, I gotta show you what's different. Let me show you this picture here. I'm a grandfather. That is James Timothy Carnley. And uh, there he is. He's wondering, I was I was talking to him, I was telling him about shoes in Africa and he was a little confused, but we're grandparents. This is the craziest thing. Who, how many grandparents do we have? Or this is, why didn't you tell me about this? I mean, I would've had more kids, you know? Like this is worth it, because you have a couple of kids, you're like, whew, we ain't doing any more of this. And then the grandkids come And But I am excited. I do have uh, my wonderful wife. Could you stand and just wave at everybody? They, they don't know that you're real. She's truly, this is Pauline. She is my wife of 35 years. This June, and I know that's ooh, ooh. I heard some doubt there in a couple of the woos, but 35 years. And uh, this is my middle son, Colton. He's 26, and uh, we're hoping he finds a wife soon so we can have more grandkids. He's saying no. But, uh, man, it is so good to be here. I love Pastor Javi and his wonderful wife, Davina. They are amazing to meet them a long, long time ago. In fact, before they ever came here. Yeah, we could give them a hand. They are... They're, I met them, they were living in Caldwell, and uh, survived Caldwell and come to the big city of Rupert. And uh, now you have grandkids. Do you have grandkids yet? One, it's pretty amazing. I was telling Pauline, I said, you know, maybe we just don't even interact with this grandkid. Like, just don't even know his name. Let's just keep, my life is so good. I'm living it. I'm doing it. Of course, she had some words that we won't say. But the moment you see that person, you're like, oh, my goodness. This is, like, this is, I was thinking, uh, I'm glad I didn't take DJ to the mountain when he was 12 and sacrifice him, because don't you know, that's exactly the age that Abraham took his son. You know, between 12 and 13, you're like, hey, let's go. Come on. <laughs> and, uh, but it was awesome that we didn't do that. But we're excited. They live in Flagstaff in uh, a really cool church up there called Bridge Church. And we're excited. I don't know what the hands for, but we could do it again. I don't like that. Anything for grandkids? Well, I am so excited to be here. Pastor Travis uh, and I have just be- been friends for so many years and love him and Tina's heart for missions. And you know it's one thing to say that, but it's another thing to experience it. And and Pastor Tina got to go to Africa with me in December and to see her with those children was amazing. And not to embarrass her, but I will for a moment because she's not here, but maybe she's watching. (laughs) But every evening when we finish, in fact, Toby's here, Toby's out. We have a little booth because we're doing a, a Mexico trip and an Africa trip this year. But Toby knows in the evening we sat around and we talk about that day and what happened and the shoes and the washing of feet and all of the things that happened. And that evening, Pastor Tina, and she, uh, and you guys know her probably better than I do in many ways, but she can sometimes, she sometimes scares me. She's a pretty, she's a tough gal. She's Tina Turner. And uh, that night though, she just broke down and she was so emotional. And it was powerful to hear her heart and, and I, I've always appreciated her and her care for her family and, and her church. But it was so cool to see her care for other people outside. And I didn't doubt it at all. But wow. And of course, I gave her a hard time later and she got on to me, but it scared me. But, uh, but I want to tell you, you have a pastor and his wife who love missions. This church loves missions. And Pastor Javi did a great job. In fact, I have a couple of things just to add. In the DR, you guys helped build a church, which is powerful. That's amazing. Give yourself a hand. In Uganda, you've helped build a church. We had a conference there this last year in Garuga, Uganda. We actually just bought property next to the church. My360 did. We're building a really cool Connect Center there. But this is amazing. This is what church is all about. It's local to global. But I love what you do locally as well. You were talking about with the schools and the backpacks and, and all of that. In fact, you even put a roof on a lady's house that didn't even come to church here. That's pretty cool stuff. Like, I'm gonna call next time when my roof is leaking. And say, hey, Pastor T. Uh, But stuff like that, I mean, Philippines, Cuba, there's some just neat things, but there's one thing that's cool. I was talking to our ladies that do the OCC, and they were just at a conference in Florida, Suffering for, you guys suffer for Jesus a lot here, don't you? DR, we go to Orlando. But I have uh, some really good friends that were there. And so I knew you guys were there, but the one, I, I forgot your first name, but. Raleigh. R- Raleigh. Yeah, you're the, you have the Facebook page. And she meets one person from Uganda. They exchange pins, I think. And this one person, they're talking and she knew us the shoe ministry, but she also knew Pastor Travis. Isn't that crazy? You're at this conference with tens, there's a lot of people there, and she gets to meet the one person from Uganda who knew about My360, knew about Grace Church, and knew about Pastor Travis ministering there, and and that's pretty good stuff. This is a pretty big world. I mean, there's a few billion people, but I, I just, this is a giving church, and this is not this platform, but over there in that youth facility that had that beautiful carpet. Is where I got to first share the vision of my 360 in September 2015, eight years ago. So I love this church. I get to, when I get to come speak and share, and, and anytime I get invited back somewhere, I'm excited. But um, I have to do really well today. My wife's in the front, so there's a few stories I'm leaving out about her because she's right there, and I don't want to wake up three days later seeing her out of my right eye. And uh, no, she's a very calm person. But she is a school teacher, so you know how that goes. She's a fifth grader, like fifth grade, man. And it's like, whew. So I'm going to be very good. We're going to get into this. January 1st, um, 2023, I was telling the group I wake up. It was cool to wake up. You know, isn't it cool to wake up every morning? You know, and you know, when you do, God's got purpose for you. You know if you don't then we got issues and we're going to talk about you being in a box but I woke up and the Lord it seems like every year I just love how this works for me uh, I, he gives me a scripture or he gives me a word or something I'm just seeking that that first just kind of for the year it's just how it is for me it doesn't have to be for you but i I woke up to this passage that I'm about to share with you and I have to say I wrote it I read it a few times and I'm thinking okay, maybe I didn't hear his voice this is Kind of a scary passage. I'd like to have something fluffier, something a little nicer, a little bit more cordial. Um, but I want to share this with you because the other thing I will share is Matthew 28:19, and and I always like to talk about going. and I was just in Tampa, suffering for Jesus, speaking and i was walking into church and this guy goes hey i told my wife this morning the go pastor's here he's and i want to be known as that i want to ta- i want to challenge you about going i think it's if you're not going you're not growing and and i want to do that here today but let me read this passage and then let me pray and let's see if we can figure out what god wants to do matthew 7 and it's verse 21 through 23 and this is considered one of the scariest passages in the Bible. I probably should have had some eerie music like Stranger Things or something going on. Uh, not that I... There we go. We have it happening. I like preaching at Grace. You always have help. This is the, the fun part of that. But let me read this to you and then uh, pray. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On Judgment Day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name, we cast out demons in your name, and we perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's law. I want to share with the title of Going in an Intimate Way. I want to talk a little bit about that and I want to just kind of break this passage down and challenge us today to look deep inside of ourselves because I don't know about you, I don't want to end up that day in this conversation. I don't want to. And and it sometimes scares me and I'm not here to scare you, I promise. But I also am here just to share something with you because I think there's some astuteness in what God is doing right now in the world with his spirit and with his gospel. And let me just give you some of the insight of what I feel like God's been telling me. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this day. I thank you for Grace Church. We just pray blessings on the mission team in the DR. We thank you for every person sitting here today, every person watching online. And Lord, just help us to just break this scripture down, to be challenged, to be challenged, to, to just walk with you daily, to not be afraid. To know that you're with us always, in your name we pray. Amen. Real quick, before I get into it, there is some signups out there. We'd love you guys to go to Mexico with us. Um, it's a fun time. In fact, Pastor Chuck Keller, some of you might know him. He pastors in Lolo, Montana, and he has some connections here. He's got a team down in Mexico right now. So, go with us to Mexico. I think there's. Uh, it's in June. It's 35 pairs sponsored, plus your ticket to San Diego. People are asking me about the safety of Mexico. I live in Caldwell, so don't ask me that. Uh, <laughs> not to slight Caldwell, but we did have three shootings the other night. So, but it's, it's, we are very careful. Being safe is a good thing. I've done hundreds of these trips. It's not good for marketing if we're not. I like to bring people back safely. Africa is happening in December. Love you to go, Pastor Travis. I believe will help you leading that, and we will be having a great time in Africa. And and, and there we're going to do a small little safari, so you'll get to see a few of the animals that uh, are in the San Diego Zoo. And so, if, if, anyways, if you. But uh, let me let me get into this. So this passage of scripture I read, it's just something that, that particular morning I got up and read, and I'm like, man, this is really heavy, and. Um, And then that day was such a great day. We actually, that particular day, we got to baptize our youngest son and a couple other teenagers from our family. And so it was like, okay, God, thank you, you know, for this happening. But as I was reading this, it really, I have to say, it really gripped my heart because being raised in Pentecost, I'm not going to beat Pentecost up because it's my heritage, but I can tell you sometimes there is. A lot of fear put into a word called the rapture, and I remember one time coming home, and I probably told this story here before, but I thought the rapture had taken place. It scared well, hopefully it scared the hell out of me in that sense, but it was fearful, and it was really wild. I mean i my mother was gone speaking somewhere else in the world. And I couldn't find anybody and I couldn't hear from my dad didn't say anything. We have this little post-it note thing that you put on the refrigerator. It wasn't there. I went upstairs. I pulled back his sheets. There was his PJs laying there. And I'm going to tell you, that is an interesting feeling. There is a wild moment of, okay, what do I do now? Do I open the book of Revelation? Do I rob banks? What do I do? I mean, there was all these motions that went through my mind and Long story short, it wasn't the rapture. Uh, My dad was working on the furnace in this this church, so he couldn't hear me. A couple of people were gone that I was trying to call, and I said, Dad, why in God's name would you put your PJs in the bed? He goes, well, i just like to keep them warm. I'm going, you should warn me of that. (laughs) So sometimes, I have to say, there's sometimes this fear factor of living for God. A sonic boom happens, and you're like, oh, dear. You know, did I miss it? I, I think that it's a, it's, a, it's a fragile place to be. It's a scary place if we live for God like that. I, I am happy to have my wife here today, and I, I love being married, and marriage is not the easiest thing all the time. But it's, I'm happy to be married not out of fear. I'm happy to be in a relationship, not out of fear. Now, there's some things that I fear of her if I do the wrong. You know, let's get honest here. Husbands, you don't have, don't even even make it. Just kind of, yeah, I see your face. Um, But what I'm saying is in a relationship, we, we, we should never be fearful. But there's also responsibilities that come in a relationship, especially in a marriage. And it's the same thing living for God in Matthew 28, 19 and 20. When we come to Christ through the gospel, through the good news, the message of the death, burial, and resurrection, we're giving, not a suggestion, but we're given a mandate to go. It's a command. He says, therefore, go, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you, not some, but all, and be sure of this, I am with you always, always even to the end of the age. This is what we're given. This is our marching orders. This is what happens when you come to Christ if you're a new believer here today. It's 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 yes it's expected but there's something that begins to happen when you have good news. Isn't it cool to share good news? I mean, you win the lottery, you're going to talk about it. You get a cool gift, some of you get a new knife, You know, we are in Rupert, so people carry knives and guns. I would say you get a new pistol. You know, look at this. My son and I, or my youngest son and I were in Waffle House some time ago, and if you don't know what that is, it's a, you have to eat there to get to heaven. Um, It's, we are in Tulsa. I was kidding about the heaven thing, but, and we're in Tulsa, and this guy was in there, and he, I mean, it's Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he's showing off his pistol to everybody in the restaurant, and my son's going, Dad, what's going on? I said, we're in Oklahoma. Uh, We share, and we show people things in Waffle House, and he was going around. He was excited. When you get something, you want to share it with people. That is the cool part of living for God. You were lost, and now you're found. You were blind, and now you can see. Those are the things. That's a powerful message, and so as I'm reading this, and I love Matthew 28, 19, and I always want to share it when I preach, but something that stood out to me as I'm comparing these two passages was where he says, and I'm with you always. In fact, out of the TPT, it says, and never forget that I'm with you every day. There's, there's a question here, or there's a statement that he's making, because as we look at Matthew 7, 21, you know he he says it's how we're to live as we're to do the will of God matthew twenty eight nineteen it's how we're to start with as we, we're to go, so we do the will of God as we go, but then as we're looking at these passages he never he wants us to never forget he's with us always. I mean I don't care how rough it gets I don't care how much you have fallen he said even if you he says, I'll make, I'll make my bed in hell. I'll go to hell for you, in a sense. And he's did that for us already. But he's with us always. He wants us to know that. He, he wants you to know whether or not you're driving in the car, and next thing you know, you've gone a little bit psycho, and you've said some things you shouldn't have said. He's still there. The dove might have flown out, but he's still there. Uh, he just He's with us always. He wants us to realize that. He wants to be a part of everything of your life. I mean, the great command and the great commission is to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. He, he's with us all, all the time. And he understands, you know, when he created Satan, this is interesting, when this angel Beelzebub was created, uh, Satan has one tool, and it's all he has, And I don't know if all of the other angels had this or just Satan realized it. But he was able to do something that was very powerful. But it also made God. God, he tempted a third of the angels. That's all Satan has is the ability to tempt. He's the father of lies. That's it. And everything else, all the neuroses that come, comes from that. It comes from that part. But think about this. I guarantee you he went to every single angel in heaven. Because he was, if you read Ezekiel 26, he was eat up, but there was jealousy, but he tempted a third of the angels of heaven. That's pretty crazy to think about that. And then, not only a third of heaven, he came down and tempted and got, was able to get 50% of the human population in the garden at that time. He was able to tempt Eve, and, and, and then from there she... The husband was there, and we can get into all of the dichotomy of that argument. But the point is, is all Satan has is temptation. And so that's all he has with us every day is to try to get us to do what? To doubt. That's it. That's all he's got. You you think, well, he does this, and he's got this. No, no. It's all a result of that one thing. But here's the deal. How could God be God... Unless there wasn't some sort of choice. Satan's not an opposite. It's not the yin and yang of things. But, but there is no way that Pauline and I could have made it 35 years and have a great relationship unless there's been some temptation, unless we've had some struggles and we've had some issues. It's what really drives us home to loving and knowing who God is. There has to be some sort of opposition. Who would want to live for a God where there's no opposition? It would be weird to me if, if Pauline did everything I ever ask. It would be amazing. I would love that world. But there's sometimes that there's just a look and you know, hmm, went too far on that question. But there's things that we give and take. I don't like feet. And yet God puts me into a foot ministry washing the feet of these little kids. I don't like feet. I'm like that little person from Madagascar, don't touch the feet. I don't like feet, and yet my wife wants me to rub her feet. I hate it. I will tell you, I don't like it, but I've learned to like it. You learn to just enjoy it, and you go, like, rah, 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 you speak in tongues, or whatever it happens. Uh, but we learn to give and take. But that's how relationship works. That's, that's what's so important for you to realize as a Christian. He doesn't save you to give you this cloud to float around on and everything is good and everything is great. No, I'm telling you, there's not a person that I haven't led to the Lord that I don't pat him on the back. And, and some say, what, you smacked me a little hard. What was that? I said, I just put a kick me sign on you. Because that's exactly what happens when you come to Jesus. You must know it. I don't care how long you've lived for the Lord and how, how well you've got it all put together. But what happens is in time, we learn how to just give and take. We learn. It's such a cool place. It's just, it's so neat, man. First few years of our marriage, dear Jesus, I'm thinking, what was I thinking? What was she thinking? It's not easy. It is so many times. I remember one time I was done. I was just done. I was frustrated. I leave the house. I get in the slam and I'm slamming things. And I, where's the keys? Oh man, I wish I could hotwire. If I was from New York, I could hotwire this thing. And, and, and I couldn't. And, and I had to go back in the house. And there's my lovely little wife with the keys. And I'm like, then you have to make a choice. It's no different than living for God. God gives us every single day. He says, I'm with you every day. I'm walking with you. I've given you gifts. I've given you all these things. But here in this particular passage, we find this conversation that Jesus is sharing. And he's giving a warning. He's giving a thought. Because it's so interesting how we can get so caught up in ourself. And in this conversation, they're saying, Lord, Lord. We've prophesied in your name. Now, the word prophecy here, it means divine inspiration foretell events. It's a pretty powerful thing. I've had prophetic words given to me, and I've given prophetic words. It's a pretty cool thing. I mean, I had my mail read one time at a conference. My wife was with me, and it was beyond insane. I've got it on the video. A guy who knew me from nothing prophesied over me, And I mean, it was such a dynamic prophecy. My father was sitting on the stage and he sat down. My mother sat down. There was just, it was, I mean, it was dynamic and it reset my life. It was interesting. Now I've had some other ones that I'm like, somebody had too much pizza. I've had words that I've given to people, but here's this person saying, Lord, we've prophesied in your name. There's someone else saying, we've cast out demons in your name. That's a powerful thing. There's a whole movie out right now about come out in Jesus name. It's about casting out demons and you can have your opinions and thoughts on that. But the point is, is that's a pretty powerful thing. Amazing. I mean, to be able to do that, a few times I've been in Africa. In fact, this last trip, we had some demonic activity, pretty interesting. Uh, it's nothing to really panic over when you realize that greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. It's it's a unique thing. I've, I've been on my knees with guns to my head. I've had some crazy things happen in my life. And I'm not a brave guy. I had five sisters. They taught me how to scream. I have a scream that will pierce the night seventh grade, Big Joe was going to beat me up. And he could have beaten me up. In fact, Big Joe was about to take me out. And I told Big Joe, I said, Joe, you're going to beat me up. But I had five sisters that taught me how to fight. And Big Joe, one of these days, you're going to say, I beat Daryl Carnally up. I said, but you're going to be missing a finger. You might be missing an eye because something's coming off of you. You're going to beat me up. But something's going to be missing. The thing is, is it's so interesting. This Casting out demons. The third one, I perform many miracles in your name. Mighty works, mighty power. Man, I mean, I was telling the team this morning, my 360 is just, it's amazing what God is doing. And it's cool to see what's happening. We're about, we're going to hit 30,000 pairs this year. Next week, we'll be in Zimbabwe for our 18th country. That's crazy. I mean, we got the OCC conference inhabited. And, and somebody knows us from Uganda. Come on! I mean, I mean, it's crazy what's happening. We're just about to be featured. You'll see us at the Kayla Fan Awards. We were there last year, but this year we're being featured. It's, I mean, wild stuff is going on. It's, it's miraculous, it seems. But here's what happened as I'm reading through this. Man, he says, I never... Knew you. The word know there, if you dissect it a little bit, it can come from, it actually has some uh, references to in Adam knew Eve and she conceived. There, there, it's a word of intimacy. And, and the question, though, I ask us is how, with all of this going on, how, how did this person lose God's attention? That's what came out of this for me. Is Lord, I, I don't want to... I don't want to lose your attention. How do how do how do we lose his attention? But here's the other question. How how do we get his attention? Let me tell you. The Holy Spirit is attracted to obedience and humility. Not false humility. And not false obedience. But there's an attraction that God has to that. And yet, as we're reading this, these are powerful things. We, read a, we had a song today that talked about this. We need the prophetic. We need demons cast out. We need miracles to happen. He's not trying to negate any of that. But the point that I want to make to this church as we move forward is the world that we're living in that seems like it's coming apart. God's not freaking out. What he's looking for is someone who knows him and he knows them. And yet we need to walk in this. That's why I titled this Going in an Intimate Way. How do we continue to go with him and keep it intimate? How do we do that? Because I'm telling you, man, I'm a name. Pastor Travis gets on to me all the time about dropping names, and and I just am. I I don't know what the deal is. I mean, I just like that. I mean, I just enjoy, I don't know, it's just something. But I, I do road pastoring, and for groups in January, God put me out with a bunch of cool groups. And I got to share this with him here I'm sitting in a room with a bunch of guys that have written a lot of hits and the point that I made to them was I said, guys, here's the thing, as much as you write this and you do that and we have all of these things going, I said, here, here's, here's where I see this taking us is I don't want to be known for what I've done but for what he's done through me. And that's not always easy, because as you look at these three things that I listed about prophecy, about casting out demons, about miracles, it's all about doing something for someone else. And if you're not careful, that someone else begins to put you on a pedestal, and the next thing you know, you start believing your own self, and selfishness takes over, and, and humanism takes over, and the next thing you know, you got your own hairstyle and logo, and, and I got that, and I got my hairstyle, it, and, but you start... Thinking that you're a little higher than you ought to think. And yet these people were doing it and he didn't know them. It's like God's not going to be mocked, but God's still going to move. My Lord, he spoke through a donkey. My mom's watching, I already said the King James Version word. And I just feel like as I'm looking through this and being challenged by it, is... How do we keep our composure with Christ? Because we live in a world where there's so much works and and perfection and and, and all of these things in religion. And and we we, we walk amongst people that that just, we're just trying sometimes too hard to accomplish something. And yet we still have to serve as a husband. I I love to open the door for my wife, and, and, and there's things that I really enjoy doing. And yet, if we're not careful, it can be such rote that we've lost heart. And I think that that stories that are happening today in the world, you watch the news, and I hope you don't watch it a lot, because it can drive you crazy. There's stuff that is happening that is beyond insane. But I'm here to tell you that I feel like God is up to something with people he, he's he's written his commands on our heart it tells us that in Romans he, he, he I think that we as believers we're not here to argue with people we're not here to try to be right we just need to live for God and be an example. And I can tell you, man, when you, when you love beyond your love, when you start to learn to love people in ways that you never thought you could, when you can forgive and you can have incredible forgiveness for people, but, but then also reconciliation can begin to happen. It's crazy what takes place in people's lives when they see us. Being an example that's not just casting out, we're not just prophesying, because all that stuff, I love it, but it all seems like high stuff here. Just serving, just, just helping people, just being friendly with each other. It's walking into this church and, and people are having fun and high-fiving and, 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 and it's like, man, this seems like people maybe like each other here. You don't know how powerful that is. It's such an incredible thing. That, to me, is when you know that you're known by God. That's what he wants. He'd just come down in the cool of the day with Adam and Eve, and he would just walk with them. He just wants to be with us. I love when I get to just hang out with my son. Sometimes I might drive him crazy, but the point is I just love hanging out with him. May 1st, I fly up to Flagstaff, and I can't wait to just hang out with my grandson. I was thinking, did I really enjoy hanging out with my own kids as much as this guy? maybe not because I was young and you're trying to do something you're you know you got to accomplish things maybe I'm a little slower now but the thing is is God help us I don't want to lose the attention of God I don't want to be down here thinking I got to build some organization we got to do a million shoes and we got to do this and we got to do that I I just I just want time with him I love just driving in the car. My wife and I just the other day, were just out driving. And I don't know, she goes, where are we going? I said, I don't know, we'll just drive. But we just hanging out, is fun. It's just like she was off on Friday. And I figure this, when your wife takes Friday off, it sure costs a lot more money. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm thinking, wow, we, we, we're $400 down today. But we had a great time, you know. But we just went out and had fun. We went shopping and we did things. Jesus just wants to hang with you. I'm telling you, just sometimes you get so driven by things. He just wants you to slow down and he wants to be intimate. He wants to just get to know who you are and he wants to just hear your heart. When those things begin to happen, it's crazy, because I I, I don't have a slide for this, but the word intimate, a a lady came to me years ago, I was preaching a sermon, and she goes, Pastor D, she goes, you know how you're supposed to spell intimacy? I said, how? She goes, into me see. And it's the truth. But we so many times, we want to do it so good, it's like, it's like, as a kid, you want to please your parents, I get that. But as you get older, you just want to have relationship. You want to talk. I I love when Colton can say, hey, Dad, what do you think about this? It is a powerful two-way conversation. Jesus is so into that. That's what he wants. He wants to know who you are. Then he wants to give us authority. Don't you think he wants you to speak prophetic word to people? Don't you think he wants you to do miraculous works in his name? Absolutely. We're his kids. And we love to see our kids do well. My youngest son's playing lacrosse. Dear Lord, don't let any of your kids play that. That's a rough game. But I tell you what, man, he trucked this guy, knocked him out. I'm like, yeah, that's my boy. I mean, I don't know what, the, maybe it's a little rough side of me, you know, having sisters. They trucked me, knocked me down. I don't know. I love hockey. I'm a hockey guy. But we want to see our kids do well, don't we? We do. We want to see our spouses do well. That, that should be our heart. If it isn't, I'm telling you, you absolutely begin to see your posture to does God know you. The posture of your heart is going to be, is going to be the tone of how you care for others. That's the posture. That, that, that's going to let you know. Because I don't want to stand there. And, and, and he said, man, dear my Lord, you guys did a million pairs of shoes. You're in every single country. And you did all of these things. You had all these artisans. And you did this and you did that. But, dear, I, I, I lost track of you a long time ago. I, 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 I just... I, I, I don't recognize you. I don't recognize the initial conversation we had that day that you came and, and, and you repented of your sins and, and you began to follow me. Daryl, do you remember that time that we were out and we helped that person and, and you spoke a word? Do you remember that, Daryl? Yeah, I do. See, what happens is the Bible says do not despise the day of small things because crowds are Amazing. I remember when our church hit 1,800 on it. It's wild and we want that, I want that. I wanna do a million pairs of shoes, but I don't wanna forget the one. I don't wanna get so high and mighty in who I am. I don't want this church to get so high and mighty. I want us to realize that every single day, what we do for God is gonna last when we do it in the spirit that he's given us to do it in. I love Psalms 46 and 10, be still, and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, I will be exalted in the earth. Let me tell you, he's a jealous God and he wants to get the credit. And when we give that credit to him, it's pretty amazing what happens on a daily basis. But I don't want to get there and lose my intimacy with God and have to start showing him what I've done. I want to be in line at the judgment day, and I want him going, hey, where's Daryl at? He's, I, 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 hey, you know, I, I love that. I mean, I, I, I want that. Every day I get up and I just try to chase him, and it's, man, I have anxiety days. It, but I, I love just hanging out with him. Have you, has anyone here in the last few, just tell a joke to God sometimes. Don't do like a mama joke. He doesn't like that. I'm just saying, you get so suit. talk with him. He wants to hear from you, sing to him. I'm gonna tell you, man, I have the worst voice in the world, but he loves it. I think he's given me a couple of Grammys. It's pretty, I love making up songs. I'll be driving down the road and I'll just be going after it. And I'm thinking, man, I, I've had a few times. I remember one time we had this thing at our church and all of a sudden there was me on the screen Singing one of my songs to God. Someone had secretly taped me. Oh, that made me angry. But it was actually kind of funny. I was just, it was one of my guys. He used to work for me. (laughs) Caught me. And I was just talking to God. God wants this. You're his kids. I do not ever want to be at that spot. Where he says, I don't know you, Daryl. But I want to be in Matthew 25, 21. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. You hear that? Faithful over a few. We, we so many times, we have this list and we're analytical. and That's good stuff. He just says, you're faithful over a few things. doesn't mean that we should just half try. But every day... Get up one more time than you fall. Every day, try something new. You've got dreams. You've got ambitions. Those are all just going to be on hold until you make the step of faith. And God has this plan for you. I love Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Be strong and be brave. Don't be afraid. Of them and don't be frightened because the Lord your God will go with you. He will not leave you or forget you. Because remember what he said in Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Remember, I'm with you all the way, even into the end. And so it's so simple to re-engage with him. It's, he's always there. But there's a difference between being there and being known. And I want to be known. Not for a big name, not, not, not for lights and, and cameras and all those things could happen. But I, I just, I can't wait till we finally get to meet face to face. And he goes, okay, okay, <clears throat> tell me about that one joke. I didn't get it. I, I talked to the, I, I don't know. Maybe it is that way. Some of you are so, oh, well, we can't talk to God that way. Let me tell you, I, I was so blessed to have such a great dad. And I would come to him with the silliest stuff. Seven years old. Not a stitch of clothes on. Out of the bathtub. Coming, he says, What the heck are you doing? He didn't say heck because that's a cuss word. In Pentecost. I will never forget. I had I walked out and he goes, Hey, whoa, let's get some clothes on you. What are you doing? I go, Dad. God called me to preach. My dad's funny, he's like, well, you should probably have some clothes on, you're not Isaiah. (laughs) And you know what my dad did? He built me a little podium, and a couple weeks later, he put me up in front of a stage of people, and I preached about knowing the ark, about knowing the ark, getting on the ark with their family. But you know what? I could've walked out there, and my dad could've shut me down, he could've said, you're crazy, get back in there, Get your clothes on, you know. No, that's not the God we serve. He so is waiting for you to come to him with your needs. Come to him with your honesty, your humility of your heart and say, God, here it is. Man, I have this fear. I was a stuttering kid, man. I had to ride the short bus and put marbles in your mouth and I still struggle with the English language. I don't like getting up here. It scares me every time, but if I can help somebody find Christ and have that authentic relationship with Jesus, if I can help one person, it's all that matters because every day I have to focus on me as well because there's not many days that go by that I don't walk past the mirror and say, oh, you did that again. Oh, come on, Daryl. There's days that I can just be shattered in myself because you start thinking the woulda, coulda, shouldas. That's not God. Get intimate with him. Let him see inside of you. Don't be afraid. Because here's the deal. He always has your best interest in mind. No matter what you've done, no matter how much you've done, good, bad, or ugly, but trust Him with your life, your time, your talents, your money, and just don't be afraid. Let Him meet you. Because there's the day coming, and I don't say it to scare you, but it's such a simple thing to not be in that. Category of he doesn't know you. It's as simple as just saying, "God, here I am." Here I am. If you're if you don't know God today, it's just that simple. Repent. I'm sorry. Maybe you do, and you're just struggling with something. Maybe you're struggling in your marriage. I told someone the other day they're wanting to quit their marriage. I said, so "You just need to take a nap." need to rest. You need to rethink your thoughts. And man, God comes and he just resets it. And a lot of times it's my wife's voice. Daryl, you need to go take a nap. You're overthinking that. Let's just pray for a moment. Father, thank you. you've called us to go Lord I know intimacy is a scary thing sometimes in any relationship because of the vulnerability because of being hurt being shamed all of that by the enemy because it's all he's got is just temptation accusations of lying but Lord you are truth and you are life come to give us life to have it more abundantly lord i pray for grace church i love this church i love the pastors of this church and god you are giving them such a voice to change the world but lord don't ever let us get past ourselves and become unrecognizable to you help us every day to start on our knees before you pick up our cross follow you because you're for us and not against us you love us and you delight over every person here let them see that in Jesus name amen and amen man I love you guys hopefully you got something out of that I rattled a lot but I just know that God knows us let's walk with
0: it That's it for today's teaching. Hey, here's an idea. Share today's message with a friend or family member. If you're listening from outside our fellowship, we'd love to meet you. Visit graceid.org and hit the contact form to get in touch. We'd also love for you to join us. You can even check us out on Facebook Live by searching Facebook for Grace Church Rupert ID. Learn more and plug in at graceid.org. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Grace Community Church.